my name is Red, and I will be hosting this show. And together with me is Mr. Danush, uh, the big brill. <laughs> including all the big brill, yeah. not only me. So, uh, today uh, will be, it's a very special episode. This is, this is the first episode that we're going to be doing. And if you're new to this show, um, or you've never even heard of uh, our previous podcast, like The Design Deconstructed, Brill Talks and uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, not Brill Talks. Design deconstructed behind the brands and Tech Unplugged. Basically, what we do here is we are a social media company and media production company, and we cover everything and in between about technology, about artificial intelligence, about where to buy the best biryani or something <laughs> you didn't miss that i was almost yeah. going to say so <laughs> yeah hopefully this one will be a series of you know of long shows um and we have very high hopes for this one because today dun, 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 there, <laughs> there are a lot of things happening in the tech space right now and we're going to begin with the latest so as of the moment that we're recording, just yesterday, Apple released their new iPhone 14. You know what's new? You know what's new? Just the yellow color. Exactly. Nothing. <laughs> it's just yellow. Just so, yellow. Yeah. So, just yellow. Yeah, in their infinite wisdom, they, they came up in a board meeting, you know, all of them, the designers, the engineers. And you know what? They talked about, you know, we need to release something for 2023 for the iPhone lineup. You know what they came up with? Let's make it yellow. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then basically the they just released it. The only thing was missing, you know. Okay. Yellow. Yeah, it's the same yeah. thing. It's the same everything. And they just released it like yellow. Uh, but the good thing is, um, I think, <clears throat> and then this is one thing that I wanted to talk about since, since the the trend of folding phones happened, you know, because right now Chinese manufacturers are actually racing to just basically just flood the market with foldable phones. I don't know what's happening out there, but Chinese phone manufacturers are rushing to the foldable smartphone race amidst the rumors of an Apple foldable phone. This is actually from MSNBC where I found this one. And I believe, and this is what, with I think and I don't know if you agree with me. I hope I think this is a ploy by Apple. What's mm -hmm. happening right now? <laughs> because if you think about it, um, there were there were uh, some rumors that Apple is going to release a foldable phone uh, for the market, um, but it's it's not actually true. It's unsubstantiated. The that rumor is you know it's not. It's not true. There is no credible evidence that there is. Well, I have see, uh, he heard this uh, rumor things so long. Like you remember that there was a years back. Yeah, there but was, they released the foldable uh, monitor, displays, yeah. tabs. There's a crazy things out yeah. there. But since that, they're saying oh, Apple going to make mm. this way. Apple going to make the foldable phone. Mm. You know, right? In my perspective, <laughs> they're always late. Yeah, of well, course, they're they're <laughs> always late and. The funny thing about this is, since the release of uh, Galaxy Fold in 2019, right now there are a lot of um, 
uh, Chinese manufacturers that are releasing uh, their own fo foldable phones. Uh, some of them are the Oppo, uh, where they released the Find N2 last uh, February. And then they released the Honor, uh, the Magic 5, sorry, the Ma Magic 5 by Honor, which is also a subsidiary of uh, Huawei. They release it this March, I believe. And then Lenovo, which owns Motorola, they are, get this, they want to bring back the Razer phone. Do you, do you remember oh, that, that blade the phone from I the early and, and, and foldable era was uh, long mm. back, but only thing I see the difference now is the display. Yes, so, exactly. Because I, be, before, I, as I understand it, when we were still using flip phones, I mean, there's an actual advantage to just using yeah, a flip phone. That for sure, yeah. Because for us, one inch is already thin, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's already thin. When you have like a like a quarter inch or like a like a half inch phone, you're considered a rock star, you know. You have. And we had the brick size phones, right? Yes, so exactly. From there we came to the all the way yeah. foldable. That the, was just surprisingly. When I see the displays up and down, okay, this is this is. I will always. I remember that time when I got Sony Ericsson, yeah. Samsung especially. They had the foldable, yeah. very thin one. Also. We are showing off, you know, they're taking even the fake calls just to show yeah. off. A, that is just a foldable phone, you know, exactly. flip phones, you know, that's that's the was the crazy that time. Yeah. And now they're coming back. Now, if you go right now to the market and try to buy or find yourself a foldable phone, you're going to notice that those foldable phones, instead of becoming thinner, they're actually becoming thicker and thicker. So now it's yeah. like... Why are we bringing back the early 2000s? Yeah, even as when I see the C fold, that it just just yeah. when it came to the market, I just went to see for the store. Okay, how it looked like? I want to mm. because I see so much commercials. They're flipping off a lot of yeah. dramas there. When I go to go there, okay, this even this mechanism is is thicker already. How yeah. I can how I it will fit me because I'm not using like a purse exactly. type, you know, a wallet with me. Yeah. You know, just maximum I bring something a laptop bag, but. How it will be fit in my pocket? It will fit definitely, but it looks like for me, it's like I'm wearing another yes, exactly. gadget. So it feels me like, like it should be. Imagine, fitting. imagine you're having your like your iPad and then just putting yeah, it inside. <laughs> but it was inside. like you know, the baggy awful. pants. They was putting the the mini iPads. Yeah, there, looking even the uh, there was an era like yeah. that, but we are not ready for yeah. them. Uh, by <laughs> the way, uh, back then it was called the phablet. The fab, yes, <laughs> yeah, phablet. We don't call it like. I'm a foldable phone, or it's just a tablet, this is a small. <laughs> now, a tablet is, you know, the size of a normal phone. Normal phone. Yeah. So, and the funny thing about this one is, uh, because we're talking about the mo mobile phones, is the, just recently, actually, last week, uh, Nokia just released a new rebrand. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it. So... It's just one stark reminder. I mean, I guess Nokia wanted to remind us that they're no longer making phones. Because this one, uh, the rebrand for them is actually to focus more on their, you know, enterprise solutions. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I was surprised as well that the way they introduced this, but it's still there is some history in behind that. Yeah. Thing. Uh, they bring the old one to the new one. I think it's a commercial effect, I know, but uh, it, it didn't feel feel any uh, mobile uh, perspective that yeah. they are going to have. It how that it mean it don't have that. I feel also what's going on. Yeah, I'm also curious. Okay, and the, the thing with uh, with Nokia is when 
it actually Nokia and BlackBerry. These are one of the things. Uh, talking like a talking from a perspective of a business owner, this mm-hmm. is also one of the things why you should never ever be complacent about true, true about innovating things because the thing with Nokia and BlackBerry. Well, Nokia not so much, but BlackBerry. BlackBerry lost, was lost the game. Yeah, they lost the game because they were so arrogant when the iPhone released. They laughed at. They laughed at Apple for making such. But but, but I'm afraid of Apple on, on something because in every every release innovating. I know the, uh, when when you pitch me when you say try Apple so that I I fall to try Apple then the base the main thing they have the ecosystem so mm-hmm. if someone brings to compete this ecosystem <clears throat> that's a game changer for Apple because yeah. in, in innovation I can see after Steve Jobs I didn't see that crazy things comes up you yeah. know the, even the presentation is comes everything. The, the best iPhone in the market. I yes, mean. because uh, and guys, I'm gonna talk a little bit technical about this. But as an industrial designer, one of uh, one of our heroes is Jonah Ive, Jonathan Ive, the designer of the original iMac, the designer of the iPod, the the classic iPhone, the classic unibody unibody yeah. MacBook. If you guys remember that, those thick. Metal MacBooks that were that were uh, made out of aluminium. Um, the thing is, th- that was uh, oh, that was an unstoppable force, you know, when it comes to innovating. The the genius of Steve Jobs and the the design prowess of Jonathan Ive they were unstoppable. I agree. The only that. problem during that time, although their designs were good, they didn't have the power of Tim Cook. Because when Tim Cook came to Apple, what we basically did was, because Tim Cook doesn't know, I'm sorry to say this, but he doesn't know um, a thing about designing, <laughs> about the technical stuff. But what he does best, and he, he is very good when it comes to sales. He knows how to optimize the what do you call that one? The the supply chain. Supply chain. Yeah. He's very good at optimizing the supply chain. So. When when Steve Jobs died and then Jonathan I've left Apple, basically what what we have right now are just the remnants of, you know, the old design team at Apple, and then mm-hmm. now they're working for Tim Cook. <clears throat> But the thing that I like about now is, unlike before, they were very uh, they were very concerned about okay, we have to design this specific product to be to look like this. Now, what they're doing now, especially with the release of the M1 and the M2, now they're going back to their roots. You know, mm. uh, we're not just going to go back and you know recycle old designs, but now we're just going to focus on the performance, which is something. Because believe me, when the M1 uh, released and then they put it on a MacBook Air, and then people were like, "Is this going to work?" No, there's no way this is going to work, you know, because up until that point, you know, if you wanted to something the something to use at work for designing, you will not get a MacBook Air. It's just, you know, it's just dumb to get a MacBook Air. But when they released it on an M1, everyone was like, "What the? Yeah, <laughs> What the hell are you guys doing?" Because the the performance were just. Well, anyway, um, going back to Apple, um, 
it looks like the we are gonna get the next iPhone soon. And this one is actually a rumor I got from Mac Rumors. And they said that the iPhone 15 is going to be the first iPhone to be using a USB-C. So Ooh. goodbye lightning cable. But I want to discuss that about you because I believe we had that conversation before. Because the reason why they're, they're actually transitioning from lightning cables to USB-C is because of the EU regulations because of the because the EU basically said hey all mobile manufacturers you have to use USB-C you cannot use any proprietary uh, technology which is kind of good because USB-C is just incredible but my problem is this and here's my dilemma uh, um, tell me if I'm wrong my dilemma is <clears throat> when we allow these kind of uh, governmental bodies to regulate things such as innovation, I think it does more harm than it does good. Because when you say to them, okay, just use USB-C, what if, what if there was a, what if there's a better alternative and then they cannot? What do you think? Actually, for the technological fact, it should not be a box been limited on this but if it's a medical factor it's fine we have some concerns like cloning people or, it's fine but in this industry i don't think uh, if it's happened earlier previously but this innovations will not be here is as me i agree on that because when i see that it's fine it's, uh, it's about the you can use the same cable for everything you know yeah but end of the day as you said uh, i totally agree in that if something better came out what will happen yeah and it will only do by chinese yeah, exactly. I believe, right? <laughs> it's so, going to be, you know, yeah. it's going to be manufactured somewhere else where there are no regulations yeah. and stuff. So I think that is the biggest concern. And not because when, whenever I say this, I mean, when I meet people who really loves Android, they always say, oh, it's because USB-C is better. You know, Apple just has to suck it up. And <laughs> I'm saying, no, yeah, you know, I believe the USB-C is better than the lightning just when it comes to transfer speed USB-C is just unbeatable but what I'm saying is you cannot just you know as a governmental body you cannot just say we're going to regulate the things that you can make and you can sell to the people because it's not fair it's not fair it it stifles the competition you know it just forces everyone to just use the same Technology, the same standard everywhere. Maybe they're believing in wireless. So maybe yeah, but unless we can, <laughs> yeah, unless we can, we can rival that transfer speed on wireless. I don't think it's that it's gonna happen anytime soon. And also, uh, part of this rumor is that iPhone 15 uh, this year will also uh, feature the first iPhone. Get this, never use a button. It will have solid state buttons. So it, it will is. be yeah, it will be just like your trackpad, like your touchpad in your Mac, where <clears throat> you think you're clicking something, but actually you're not clicking anything. It's just haptic feedback. Yeah. Okay. So everything is going to feel smooth, but when you tap on it, you will feel like you're actually pressing a button. But the truth is it's just it's just a simulation. Actually, then mm. I seen this old, uh, 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 you know, dreams, you know, glass phone, transparent phones. There's no yeah. single button. 
and you have those uh, vibration i think we are going to that way or which way and also i think it's having in the all the macbooks and i think as well yeah take feedback all this vibration and is when i experience <coughs> it i can feel okay how it going to be in the future mm. now even we are struggling to press a button you know tapping, tapping yeah tapping. <laughs> exactly even when we do something okay because as a first first using <coughs> the apple my experience i was not not knowing i was android user a long time we still i'm using android because yeah i'm a fan of android all the development sector they knows why we love android because you have full control yeah. and apple they don't give full control i understand now why they didn't give full control yes because, because it's for a good thing a good thing <laughs> i mean if you have the full control here this device will be super slow because android for us when we get it we have everything yes, yes. we abuse it a lot i put that i put that i i i jail break i do whatever yeah. you want because there's plenty of videos okay how to do that so mm-hmm. i just see it okay this is how what i going to do but suddenly when i get used to on this Yeah, I like the things like mm. quality wise. Oh, I see the di- huge difference on there. But there's one problem that okay, when you're not really user fan of yeah. it, you still compare both devices. Yeah. When I find out okay, this is not there. I cannot yeah. find it free. I want to voice record. Uh, imagine. Yeah. I cannot voice record over here. Exactly. <laughs> call record. I mean, Android has a million of applications you can do by yourself voice record, yeah. call record. But that privacy I believe that they they respect the privacy or and I research about it okay why they do that and they talk that as usual when you use ads also they are giving a lot of privacy restrictions over here yes this some kind of a good like who want to have privacy in their life mm-hmm. uh, and who want to discover mm-hmm. more things and you know that's kind of a limited as my yeah. uh, perspective because uh, to be fair you know even though I've been praising Apple a lot but To be fair, I was also using an Android before, and the the, the freedom when you're yeah, using an right. Android is just, whoo, it's Crazy. just off the chart. You Crazy. can install basically everything. Yeah, you can it, find the APK just. Yeah. The the problem here, what mostly I see in Android users. Yeah. And uh, uh, they say device is slow. It's not enough for me because you're not controlling yourself. Yeah. You know, everything inside there. And plus, feeling it, then plus the bloatware, <laughs> yeah. the bloatware. Here's the thing that that I find inconsistent when it comes to Google, uh, when it comes to Android, because when you buy, say, for example, a Google Pixel, you know, mm. you you buy the the vanilla Android, you will get the yeah. base, base, the just the all the stock features, but then you buy something from I don't know, like a like Vivo or Oppo or Huawei or something. The experience is going to be different every single time. There will always be some apps there that are, that are non-standard. I even had one Android phone before. It has two calculators, and I was thinking, why is there two calculators in one phone? One is stock <laughs> Android calculator, and then the one was actually made by the vendor. Vendor. And the worst part is, I cannot remove that. Thing. <laughs> So see, it looks weird. Also, the, the Apple, what I see as a developing perspective, is since we do applications in yeah. there, the, the how <clears throat> how they do that. To, even any application you put, you want to put in in the Apple Store, is a is a is like a long process, yeah. you know. And that that verification have for the, all the apps. So that, that change I have seen. Any any junk you want to put in Google, uh, you know, Play Store is super easy. Yeah, if you are smart easy. enough to. Bypass their AI or bypass the the. If you're gonna go manual uh, review, that's very rare in Google. But Apple, no way. 
a single like example user experience one experience we had when we put the apple store the, the recently they came with the privacy you you should able to delete your profile mm-hmm. where's the delete button yeah you better add it or otherwise app will not be approved at all yeah. so we try to bypass just putting just you know, not you not working like non working button it still is disapproved this button is not working yeah. so that means is is manually testing yeah. that one someone I, is I, actually looking yes, at it that's super amazing because android no you see a hundred of junk apps yeah. and the screen is it's scattered buggy. somewhere buggy is not working plus as a from a perspective of a developer isn't it more easy uh, i mean isn't it easier to develop apps for like ios because when you develop something from ios i don't know this is just my perspective but when you develop from ios you know that this will only work for iOS 13, 13 Pro, blah, 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 14. Yeah. And you have everything here. But when you develop something for Android and you want it to be as immersive as you can, you have to consider thousands of Android phones. It's, it's diff- actually, thing. it's totally different. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> In the beginning, if it's Android application, you develop an Android Studio UI and everything. Mm-hmm. is for the beginner level uh, best thing is doing by android application mm. why there's no standard that yeah. there is a standard of course i don't so saying there's no standard at google of course there is standard but it's just some more things are missing but when you do apple yeah it's totally different you need to know the standard of ui user yeah, experience exactly. you have to know about the field uh, better to know what the bugs they are saying you, you should know how to mm. fix it it's not about you can download an application already someone built yeah. and re-edit it you cannot do that you have to know everything uh, top notch i mean if you need to build a, a super working application and successful application i'm not saying every million application have there there's successful but there's application also mm-hmm. but you see the difference you just download a ios application try with android <clears throat> application compare so the difference you feel so i to be an ios developer is not an easy game yeah, yeah. so Android, uh, there's a thousand million things. It doesn't matter. You put thousand million things inside. Yeah. The user don't use that at all in exactly. the application. So, you put every junk. Okay, I will put this animation is coming. This you know this way. This is totally useless. End of the day, it's user experience that Apple controls. You know, if if you put heavy animation things and all things, there's a criteria to follow, yeah. and they give you text code everything. These are the and there's a keys. So these are more. You should have more knowledge. So first, everyone is starting in, from there, from the Android to do all the junk there. Yeah. Then you go from and there. And then you go to the iOS to learn the standard after learning standards. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a other way around. Okay. Now speaking of development, um, I think this is going to be the highlight of our uh, of this episode, and it's because it's very thrilling news. Okay. Um, it has been confirmed. This rumor has been confirmed 100%. That Apple has a secret team of employees working on a virtual augmented reality headset. I mean, this is going to be a game changer. So, uh, according to the sources that we have, uh, it's called Reality Pro or Reality One. Uh, all we know is that they trademark this name uh, in different countries already. Uh, and it's going to be released uh, or it's going to be announced at WWDC the worldwide developers conference this year so if this is true and if they're really you know just going to disrupt the, the tech world once more 
I believe this is going to change everything. So listen to this. It has mixed reality capabilities, which means it can go augmented reality and virtual reality. It has 4K micro OLED displays. Each, okay, each. Oh. Uh, it has eye and gesture tracking. It has an external battery pack. And they put the M series chip chips, sorry, the M series chips inside of a headset. So the same chip that is operating on your MacBook, the M1 and the M2, they're coming on your headset. This is, oh. and if you ever used an M1 or an M2, you would know just how powerful these chips are. So, huh. <laughs> <laughs> when I first saw this, my, my, my initial reaction was, they're going to release what? A headset? Headset. I mean, just imagine. I, I wish it not be same like the headset that currently have because I hear some uh, some news gossip. So mm. they're pulling off from the headset and running away. That still in the headset, but that design is. I know I'm not saying yeah, this, yeah. But, but this is what happening. Basically. Exactly. <laughs> and if they can, uh, if they can just pivot because it, it's exciting to hear this. Mm. But <clears throat> one of the things that that gets me concerned is when you talk about VR headsets usually it's geared to the gaming industry yep. and I don't know what the future is because I know that Apple is one of the one of the uh, what do you call this uh, they're one of the companies that are profiting in the gaming industry because of the App Store so contrary to popular belief uh, the App Store is a billion dollar industry you know, and, and one thing gaming. I don't think only for the gaming because if you see the meta is moving for the metaverse yeah. Now every if you see the the how the promotional things they are doing, and Oculus they have of course they yeah, yeah. they build that. Oculus. So Oculus, yeah. The pr main problem here they they don't have anything to compete. Even yes. uh, Blue they done the they exactly. are said and I think and also the lidar sensors having here mm -hmm. what we discussed before we do three D uh, you know virtual uh, showroom yeah. and do that we we can use the iPhone itself for that. So yeah, they have the three sixty capability you know. Yes, and if they can actually capture the thing that Meta missed. Because mm -hmm. although Meta is cool stuff, I mean, you can just buy a Meta and go into to the Meta world, uh, sorry, the Metaverse. The thing is, it didn't have that much of an impact. Do you get me? It, the, when Facebook released the Metaverse, it's not as impactful as, say, when Facebook released Facebook. Uh, of course, yeah. yeah. It's not it didn't capture that much attention because of the 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 price you have you have to have to get in because in order for you to get into the metaverse you need to have you need to buy their goggles and then okay you're going to buy their goggles but what else are you going to do with the goggles except go to the metaverse you know playing so, some games at the yeah uh, that playing up, some games here and there upcoming uh, yeah and, but the thing that most the thrills me about this one is i believe because you know we all know apple is always late to the game is that they're building on the foundation of uh where uh google left off with the google glass if you remember the I, google glass yeah. project it was way ahead of its time. Unfortunately, Google always does that. They're always ahead of its time. 
but then they they underperform and like comes Google to Plus. Well, one of uh, yeah. nice example that you most exactly. love. Uh, <laughs> Everyone, yeah, the Google Plus is a good thing. It's a great thing. Unfortunately, yeah, it's very clunky. <laughs> and then you know it like again user experience. It's not yeah. having. They want to have a. They they try to build an ecosystem with everything, but Google Plus failed because mm. most they love Facebook and their user yeah. experience. Because and this is a trial system, and it was confusing. And sometimes someone don't know how to share exactly. in the trial and the gallery. Uh, everyone confused. So when the, when I heard this one, the thing that actually came into my mind was actually the Apple Newton. So if you remember, because I don't remember, but I know my history well that Apple released the Apple Newton in 1992. So if you guys are not aware, Apple Newton is actually like the precursor to the iPad. They basically coined the term personal digital assistant, PDA. PDA. Apple was actually the one who actually uh, uh, coined that term. The problem with that is it was 1992. It was 1992. It was very ahead of its time. You know, it didn't have uh, much uh, sales going on because people not ready for that. Yeah, they're not ready for that kind of technology yet. And at the same time, you know, Steve Jobs was not in Apple during that time. So my concern will be: Is this Reality One, Reality Pro headset going to be the next Apple Newton? Because I don't want this to just disappear once more. Because, and you say, well, Red, you know, um, VR headsets has been, you know, has been since forever. But you have to realize to everyone who's listening, you have to realize that as of this date, 2023, VR and AR headsets <clears throat> is not as common as, as, say, a PS5. True. You get me? I can ask 100 people right now. Do you have a PS5? 90 people might say yes, but if I ask the same people, do you have an AR, VR headset? Less than 50 will say yes. Of course. That's what I'm saying. So <clears throat> I think it's a little bit early for Apple. And the director of this. games, even the activities are very less. <clears throat> yes, exactly. So I say, if he's a Metaverse fan, okay, it's something going to be work. But if mm -hmm. you only get it for playing games, and it's very less. Uh, it's yeah. in, in, in the way I see uh, saw it, you know, but how they use it. And you, of course, you will not watch a movie by sleeping or via. Yeah, that should exactly. be an activity, you know, that you want to go to a different world. That's what I'm saying. There, there has to be like, okay, if they're going to release the Reality One or Reality Pro, I expect and I believe that's what they're doing. That's why they're releasing it on WWDC. It's because they're going to release it first. Uh, to the developers themselves, you know, because mm. that's the epicenter of the developing world. So I believe and I hope that this actually works because this very last thing that we're going to discuss, it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't. Okay, let's go back now to Google. So <clears throat> Google, we love it or hate it, you know, you cannot, you cannot survive without Google. That's just the truth. Okay, I don't like Google that much, but I respect them as a company and I feel bad for them because of what's happening right now. So according to uh, Wall Street Journal, Google is now all hands on deck. They have now backtracking their initial proposal because they said 
that the Bard AI that they created is not a search engine. Just imagine that. When they first released it, they said, oh, Bard AI is actually a search engine. It's going to be the new Google per se. But now, now their CEO, Sundar Pichai, is actually backtracking now. He's now saying, <laughs> this is not a search engine at all. Do not believe anything we said. Because after rolling out Bard as an AI, largely for search, Google executives appeared to be pivoting away from their from their uh, focus, you know, and this comes after this highly successful uh, Microsoft Bing AI release, with and <clears throat> yeah, with the Chat GPT. And if you guys haven't tried that out, you should try it right now. It's it's just revolutionary. True. And that's and, and only fact I'm finding there. Uh, only only my my mean worry about. I don't see that. Uh, I believe there's no that inf not that much information like Google have has it. Mm. The one reason, like example, if you talk about any SEO expert, mm. what what any any client's mm. expectation? Yeah. To be number one in the Google. Yeah. But no one says exactly. to be number one in the bin. Yes. Exactly. And something things came long. No Yahoo search engine already dead. Mm. In my perspective, it's very accidentally you will use yeah. like a secure search, but no one knows the secure search is exactly. for Yahoo because they change the 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 settings name. To secure search, so mm -hmm. Yahoo is just accidental search engine for me. Yeah. So there's a duck, duck go. There's a different by the from the China But if you think about SEO experts, they will directly say number one in the <coughs> Google. Yeah. So the data information, information is the key for everything. How Google have, I think they got over computers by themselves. We have the most information yes. in the, about the people, but you cannot yeah. judge that way exactly. with the other, you know. Because uh, but this, here, here's what I thought, okay, here's what I think personally, is because Google got overconfident, you know, yep. that Total. we own um, the largest search engine, we have the largest data. data and all. But then all of a sudden, here's this company with a Google, with a search engine that no one uses except for researching you know, <laughs> Chrome. You have to yeah. say that. You have to be into that. <laughs> Researching, you know, research materials, <laughs> and uh, and here's the company, and then they release an AI, and now Google was like, well, couldn't be that bad, and then now they're realizing that all of the data that Google has, the AI can easily crunch. Well, yes, that's inside. That's I mean, if you guys saw the demo, this is just wild. You can. You can open a YouTube video and have the Bing Assistant uh, on the right side. They're actually calling it the, the co-pilot. You can open the Bing co-pilot. Depending on what you're watching, you know, it will automatically understand what that video is all about. So say, for example, you're watching um, um, a video of MKBHD about, uh, about cell phones or something like that. You can just... Type on that right uh, on the right side. Ask him about MKBHD about Marquee, and uh, it will give you it will give you results. I mean, just think about that. And and also the, <clears throat> the prompt engineering there is more simpler than the if the, if you start type something in ChatGPT example, mm -hmm. you need to know how to play with the prompt. Yeah. But in in the Bing, it's just for a regular person. They can yes. just search it out. And it will automatically, other things, mm. like ex, ex, uh, normally when we search something mm. in Google, we have to specify or it will suggest. But this one, 
will understand what your your conversation all about exactly specific information related to the conversation it will gives you mm. and uh, if i uh, i tried one just to be regular yeah. very basic from every content writer do this uh, write for me a 2000 words article that uh, think you are uh, you know all the this mm. basic one you think act like you are an expert yeah. of uh, content yeah, i cannot give you 2000 words but i can give you the resource mm-hmm. and how to write it and i will give you a summary yeah. aspect so this all in one time so i was seriously chat gpt yeah. i have to go conversion by conversation now and also it's using the latest update yeah. of chat gpt that's one thing i see a game changer exactly. for them as well but google how to how to worry in yeah. this matter even they have the information because as you say scrolling the information end of the day when we even even since everyone knows about wordpress right so in that way if you implement the search engines in there bin is very simple Uh, most simple way to implement the mm-hmm. uh, search result the the, the crawling system mm-hmm. is simple because google have a lot of uh, you can be succeed if you need if you know how the google search console and everything but in the bing is just simple direction yeah. so in that way they can easily you know grab things so mm-hmm. now people now as your experts they are trying they they yeah. didn't <laughs> done that before okay i was forgetting the bing exactly. search engine so i will do now that So yeah. all they're directing and to I the big. I think it's just a funny thing. It's because Microsoft maybe maybe I don't know, but Microsoft realized that you know <laughs> the developers are you know are, are, are always uh, forgetting about forgetting us. about yes. So what do we do? Let's build an AI and let's do it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's scrape the internet for ourselves. That's basically what they did. And you know I feel bad for Google because this came out. You know, after the the Microsoft reveal, they did actually a reveal of the Bard AI, and my God, after that they were just crashing. Yep. Their stocks just went down because all of the critics were saying that it's very botched. You know, it's very rushed. It's very uh, unprofessional. It's it's not Google. You know, in a in a in a sense. So <clears throat> and, and and recently about this actually, uh, the Google what they're doing now in actions. Mm-hmm. Now since we e-commerce sector, especially e-commerce sector, the yeah. product wise they have this, but we still don't have that. You know, the selling selling <clears throat> experience. They have e-commerce functions and everything. Because that's Google store. You can even yeah go and product wise. I'm saying. In that they they are starting to filter even the ads, even your website is not yeah. standard in up to this standards. They didn't done that before. That yeah. they done it, but exactly. not in that extent, you know. But now they what they do, even the ads you are running. If you don't have this feature, mm-hmm. I will reject your ad. So you have to manually confirm them. If you want, this is why I'm I'm not able to do. So they are doing now quality control that, and I'm I'm just worried how much long they can do that because. Is a billion of data, billion of websites. Yeah. How you can bring the right information? There were some cases happen like the wrong information was trending in the Google, yeah. and it was bringing wrong impact. It happened several times in the Google. Many confirmation, the information you are looking there is totally a fraud, you know. Yeah. So they didn't have they they are planning in the control Google News. Yeah. It's another part that I'm implementing the pixels and everything. I mean uh, Google Pixel fonts and everything, but. Now only they are doing the quality control. I think yeah. it's already a late for that. Yeah, part. it's already too late. Too late. The, yeah. the damage has been done, and I, I this is what I've been saying. Um, in terms of this one, and I'm I feel bad for Google, but I cannot blame them. 
I, I mean, I cannot. I'm sorry. I cannot blame Microsoft for doing that to them because Google had the chance. Okay, they rejected Lambda. Okay, guys, if you don't know that, just Google it. Lambda. It's L-A-M-D-A. They rejected this AI model. It was created by their two own engineers, and they rejected it. For what reason? I don't know. But they rejected it. Now they became way too complacent because of all the all the innovations that are happening right now. You have stability AI, you have open AI, and they became way too complacent. Now the AI revolution is happening. What are they doing now? Actually, if, if they done before in that time, think about the information they have. Yes, they are the exactly. most biggest information in yes, the whole world. Exactly. So most applications is depending on Google. Mm. If Google says shut down. A one second billion or million dollars will be lost in yes, other exactly. companies. So if they, <clears> as you exactly say, if they been early than any other, no one can stop Google. You know, but unfortunately, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't took that decision. Yeah. I they think became, that they are worrying why why we didn't. Yes, that, that's why. As of right now, I believe as of the the time that we're recording this one, I believe everyone in Google headquarters is just running <laughs> here, running here and there, scattering everywhere. What are we going to do? Because oh, the, the they're Bing, going to eat the yeah. business. Oh. The Bing is just right now. I don't know how Google is gonna turn the tide on this one, but believe me, the AI revolution when it comes to search. It's still, it's still some facts that, like uh, it's still Google have some example. Some areas of business business side, mm. the Google is the best for me. Why example? You get three sixty five. I'm not. Criticizing yeah, that yeah. in the first place, but as a user and as a implement, I know the implementation we are doing. The most spams emails I'm getting yeah. for three sixty five. I mean, it will be full with spam. Yeah. But Google AI, their bot is more stronger than the the one micro three sixty five have because yeah. their spamming is way more uh, less than. The, it's very hard to be spamming there, but uh, that that technology is more mm. higher than them, but. If implement they implement those AIs in them. I mean, into the in the public. If you release before them, it will be a game changer for them. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, but I, these also, things will be fixed with the AI yeah. technology more. But we also have to, you know, we just also want to remind everyone that Microsoft is not just a search engine company. They oh, are yeah, actually exactly. hold an operating system. system yeah. So the moment you implement that, just imagine how intelligent Cortana is going to be when you exactly when you That's just. That's also my next next neighbor. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> it will not be a co-pilot, yeah. and it will be a Cortana together, yeah. with, together with that. But basically, like uh, Google don't have an operating system; they only have Android. Yeah, right? they only have Android. Mostly now people running away and even Huawei after things happen mm. with the American human, they are going to their own kind of a, yeah. uh, operating systems. So you cannot depend on a mobile you anymore. Mm. I know everyone going to the mobile, but there is a, other s- several uh, business sectors, creators, yeah, they're yeah. using particular OS and there's a huge competition with the Mac. You know, if you really can afford that one, I know why they are going directly yeah. to the Mac because specifically you can do things without mm. get distractions. If you go particularly go Windows, There's a huge distractions. Yeah. The pop-up comes here. If you mm. don't know how to control even browsing, good luck to you. But here, I can see if you use Safari, <coughs> you are limited. Yeah. The, all the things pop-ups, everything, and mm. there's a uh, many many things are having there. So uh, Windows, yeah, is mm. as operating system is imaging synchronization and all in one implementation. Yeah. 
it will be crazy if you have a internet if you have this yeah. and if you have that search engine it will be yes, crazy sir. and the uh, i just feel bad but i hope that they get their stuff together um that's for google and to end this uh we just want to remind everyone that this podcast is going to be happening every thursday so if you guys have time um we're actually recording this every thursday we will be publishing this probably by monday so just tune in because we're going to have our own spotify and our own apple podcast so you can watch uh you sorry you can listen and then you can also watch on our youtube if that's what you like okay well thank you very much thank you very much thank sir thank you Danush. everyone yeah thank you too Red. thank you very much uh guys Thank you again for listening or watching and we will see you again next time. Thank you. Thank you.